Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught and get ready to launch your mind into an entirely new reality. If you've always felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Get comfortable, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let your host, Adam R. Walton, expand your horizons. This is going to be good. This is going to be fun. This is going to be mind-bending. Time to think. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Kind of a fun thing here. I have been on, I guess you could say quasi-vacation, maybe mental duress. Maybe I couldn't handle absolutely everything being so ferociously bombarded at me. Uh, and, and bombarded at us. Uh, it's, it's been one hell of a, a couple of weeks, man. Um, you know, from, uh, I can't even put my finger on it to face masks, to, 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 to murder hornets popping up everywhere and all kinds of crazy stuff going on in this world right now. You look outside and you go, I don't even recognize this place. So I took a bit of a decharge, a recharge, any way you want to put it, spent some time in nature, had a little bit of fun and we'll probably continue to do that. As we carry on throughout this summer, it's going to be one of the hottest summers on record. It's going to be one of the most beautiful summers on record. And ladies and gentlemen that don't want to hear this, close your ears. There are fewer chemtrails in the sky, which is a beautiful thing because you're seeing blue skies. People, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting some ridiculously amazing weather. Get out there and enjoy it for what it is. Put everything on the back burner. Focus on exactly where you are and what you're doing and how you're appreciating this moment in time. Uh, because who knows what, what they're going to give us for the next moment in time? Who knows how they're going to change it up? Who knows what other freedoms are going to take from us? Now, this is not a conspiracy episode. This is a business episode. Ladies and gentlemen, this is also my 100th episode. A couple episodes ago, we did our one-year anniversary. And had I timed it right, I could have rolled in the one year with the 100th episode. But that's not really my style. My style is more to free ball and to wing it. So today, I bring you my 100th episode. And I thought about doing a flashback episode or uh, some sort of clip episode. Uh, But instead what I've done is I've brought on a few friends, uh, an individual that I've been following uh, on Facebook for quite some time uh, and then connecting with, and there's a lot of kismet, there's a lot of symmetry, and he has connected me with his business partner. The two of them are in cahoots, but in a good way. And you know me, I'm not here to promote, to push, to sell anything. I just want people to grow and expand and to challenge their own thoughts and beliefs. These guys have figured out a way to do all of that while creating a couple of dollars. So what we're going to do today is we're going to chat with uh, Emil Hiremovich. I believe I've said that right. Did I get that right, Emil? That's, uh, that's close enough. That's really good, actually. That's really good. <laughs> Fantastic. So we're going to chat with these guys, and we're going to chat about their program, and we're going to get to know them a little bit better. And we're going to have a lot of fun, obviously, because that's kind of all we do here. Um, and if you don't like, actually, you know what? If we don't have a lot of fun, yet you're still listening to the show, that's a bit weird on you. Anyhow, so uh, without further ado, Emil, welcome to the show. Um, glad to have you. Where, where have we found you? Where are you located right now? Where are we connecting with you right now? Thank you so much. And it is a privilege being here on your hundred show. So thank you so much for that. I love what you're doing. And uh, thanks for that. Um, you're talking about heat and a beautiful summer. I'm here in Dubai right now when we are having the, the, the most amount of heat. I've never felt this kind of heat in my life. So we are, I'm right now tuning in from Dubai. 
and it's extremely hot here. That's amazing. That's it, it's it is an incredible summer. And you were saying that you're you're originally from Sweden, so yeah, it's hot over there. But you don't get Dubai heat in Sweden, that's for sure. Not not at all. And uh, I've been traveling around the world for the past four years, and I left Sweden uh, because I didn't like the winters, and I came here, and it's uh, the opposite here. So it's, <laughs> it's now it's time. Journey. Now it's time to go back to Sweden. <laughs> to cool down for a bit. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah, write that thing down. It's perfect. Uh, okay. So we're here, obviously. We're going to get to know you a little bit. We're going to get to know the situation a little bit better. But give us a quick rundown of, of what brought you to or why you've invested your time, your effort, your energy uh, in this product. This product, this program. Again, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't an infomercial for the program. I'm just doing a quick lead into what Invesor is uh, because to me it was fascinating. Uh, and why, again, why it was fascinating and why I liked it so much was the initial offer of this goes so hand in hand with, you know, what it is that I'm doing and what it, what it is that I believe that people should do, which is gather as much possible information that you can. And your, your first, your opening offer was, was books. You're giving away knowledge. Um, mm. and, and I love that. So we're going to get back to that, but let's get some origin story on who you are and how this all started, right? Just let's get the audience to like you just as much as I do. <laughs> All right, I'll do my best on that part. So as you said, um, I'm, uh, I'm from Sweden originally. My dad is from Bosnia and there is my last name coming from. So that's why I had some issues with that. <laughs> but I, I was uh, growing up in Sweden, growing up in a family living pay to, paycheck to paycheck, separated early stage and taught me to think for myself at a very early stage. And that's why I feel I can connect with you a lot here because from a very early stage, I started thinking for myself. And started going into personal development at the age of 11 years. And that started opening up my mind to see new ideas. So what is this world really about? And how can we you know, grow within this world? How can we create? How can we become the best version of ourselves? And with these questions, I was always out there to find ways. I was always opening my ears and listening to people around me. And by the time I was 15 years of age, I, I started learning about business online. And that is where everything started. And everything made sense for me because I always believe in unity and love and freedom. And I believe in co-creation, abundance, and taking back, back our powers from a very early age. So it's very simple for me to look at different ways of doing that and bringing value to people. So, so when we start now in my journey, um, going out and looking for these ways, I started a lot of companies myself. I, I traveled uh, around the world the past four years, talking to a lot of people. And what I learned in this, in, this, in this journey of mine is that we're all one. When we come together, we can create so much more. And something that Jim Rohn always said is that if two or three people agree on a common purpose, nothing is impossible. And that was always within my mind. So um, what I did, I actually moved to Asia. Uh, after I was studying, I was studying to civil engineering just because my dad told me I have to. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you won't succeed. And that is you know, the world our parents has been going up in. And I was so against it, but it's so hard sometimes to, to walk away from that, that group of people that most people are part of, you know, it's from the masses. And um, I started studying uh, civil engineering. I went into that, but very quickly realized that I, I want more. I need to do something else. I need to, to get myself out there and achieve it, to see more of this world. So I just got on a one flight ticket over to Asia. Uh, don't ask me why it was the cheapest flight at that time. Was where uh, you were going. I went, to, I went to Bangkok first. From Bangkok, uh, I went to Bali. And, um, you know, if you look into my store, it was uh, literally my plan was to go for a week because I had to go away from, from my studying. I was invited by a friend. And it's quite a fun story because, you know, on this airplane I was sitting in, 
and I left my university. I, I, I just got on this plane. I was going for a week, and that was my plan, to get away from things and meet some people and just travel. And on this airplane, I'm sitting next to this guy in a, in a red fishing hat, and uh, he's from the same country as me, obviously. We boarded the plane in Sweden, and we start talking about a personal development, and I love talking about it. So I, I went on and went on and went on talking about it. And after two hours, there was an eight hours flight. After two hours, he went and looked at me and he said, so Emil, why are you not doing it? You talk about following your dreams and, and, and doing things differently and going out there makes a change. But here you are studying something that you don't want to study. And, and then I had another six hours next to these individuals asking me a very direct question that made me think. And in that moment where I can say that's where the change happens within my life, where I said, okay, I got to make a change. And I got to make it right now. So that's where I just quit studying, realized that, you know, me going and learning from someone, reading from a book. Actually, from my perspective, from my perspective, that's where you started studying because you finally unlearned everything that, or a certain amount of stuff that projected you onto the path. 100%, 100%. And that is, that is where my life opened up. You see, now when I was, and this always hit me when I was in university, I went to class and there was a man teaching me business. And after this class, I went up to him and said, okay, how many businesses have you started? And he came to me and said, I haven't started any. I said, okay, but give me the book you're reading because I can read the book myself. And that was a lot of doubt, a lot of doubt in my mind was created. So I saw the, the educational system from the inside and I realized the cracks very early. And that is why it was very easy for me to, to, to get on a one or flight over to Asia and figure things out. So an interesting, like an interesting, sorry about that. An interesting thing that you were talking about there was you, you uh, back at the beginning, you had said that you uh, started at 11, 11 years old. You were um, getting into self-help and, and self-experiment and that sort of thing and sort of growing. The fun thing about that, and I immediately took from that, was at 11 years old, if you're already in tune with um, uh, that mentality, you have a leg up because you have less to unlearn. And one of the biggest things that, happens uh, when, when, when an individual wakes up is they have to essentially unlearn everything that they have learned because all of it is bullshit. And then once you can unlearn that and once like you unlearned needing to be a, <laughs> uh, needing, needing to go to school for something, <laughs> you unlearned this and yeah. the world needs to unlearn all of that. So you actually had quite a leg up and you, you were able to implement things properly from a very young age, you were able to get a jump start. So that, that's a huge feather in your cap, actually. Um, I don't know if you've noticed that in your life, but to have skipped over the step where you learned bullshit only to unlearn it, but to properly put the foundational placements uh, mentally there. Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, if you look back, and I always believed, you know, some of the toughest moments turn into the greatest moments. And I started off sharing how, you know, my, my parents separated at the early age and you know, I was as a life, I started off my life with having separated parents and I grew up in a way where my dad was very traditional, extremely traditional. I love him with my whole heart and we are very well connected right now. But we had a lot of, you know, discussions back then because his way, like I explained, was to go get a job and, and educate yourself. And, and that is the way of living life. And then on the other side, I got my mom, extremely spiritual, open-minded. You know, don't go to the hospitals. Let's go to these Native Americans for you to get your healing and let's sit down and connect with source. And, and I had these this two worlds in front of me with my dad and the, the, the very traditional way. And then my mom with this open-minded world. So I think, like you're saying, 
I started off by not taking a full step in anywhere, which yeah. took me one step back and I watched everything. And that's yep. my first years of life. I just watched. I didn't really go in and participate anywhere, but I just sat back and watched. And that, I think, led me to ask a lot of questions, which has today led to a lot of answers that, like you said, has been playing out over my life to help me to get a clearer understanding of who I am and where I want to go with this. And ladies and gentlemen, did you notice he mentioned that he was connecting to source? <laughs> I caught that and I really like that. I mean, if you're talking about like, you know, getting yourself out there and getting yourself um, in line with what's coming, you know, getting, connecting with source is one of those things that, that we've talked about numerous times on here. And the source energy, the source essence of the planet grounding, just standing on the ground in your bare feet. Uh, it's these things are, are imperative, uh, more so than obviously the doctors and the hospitals, because these things, these things, the, the doctors and the hospitals, they help you after they've already made you sick. And that's one of those things where it's like, well, how can you say that? How can, how could I say that? How could, how could the hospitals make me sick? Well, who knows what's in those shots? Who knows what the, the medication is? Who, the fact that we've been brainwashed to accept the medications and all this sort of stuff and the doctors and the white coats, the fact that this has always been on the television and everybody else is cuckoo, um, there, are, there are holes in the medical story. So connecting to source, tapping into the Native Americans, tapping into the natives anywhere, uh, it's such a, a phenomenal way to maintain a healthy mindset, body, energy, essence, soul, core, all of it. So great, great on that for sure. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's helped me, you know, like you're saying, it's helped to, to, to see that side. And uh, it's been an interesting journey of seeing both sides, but I know where my truth is right now. And I mentioned at the beginning about co-creation abundance and taking back our power and living from within out and all these values that I've learned from observing for many, many years now, since I was, you know, born until today, I was 25 years old. So it's uh, been a, a journey of observation that helped me to see and, and really understand this world on a, in, a, in a different way. Did you say you're only 25? Yes, I'm 25 years old. I mean, I might be old, I might be young. <laughs> That's yeah. a funny thing. No, I mean, I mean, you know, obviously just us connecting. I would never have guessed 25. I would have certainly put you in your 30s. Uh, just mm -hmm. from uh, the energy that you carry. Uh, 25 is ridiculously young. It's, it's, it's foolishly young. Um, and what I mean by that is uh, obviously heartfelt, actually. I mean, anyone can think back to themselves at 25 and be like, I was busy getting shit-faced with, you know, the sorority people, you know, and you've already lived a life. And, and that stems again back from having gotten started at 11. So, mm. you know, the idea of age being anything other than a number um, is, is, is obsolete nowadays, 100%. It's, it's literally a matter of what you know uh, and how you can lead the field uh, and where you are. It doesn't matter how old you are. Um, we have people that are, you know, 70 years old that, that, that couldn't help because the, the, the essence and the energy and the, and the atmosphere has changed so much. Mm. We, have, we have 25 year olds burning down buildings in Antifa riots right now because that's what they've seen on television and that was mm. their sphere of influence. Mm. And you are changing the world, um, mm. at least your world for now. Uh, and you guys are growing. You guys have just launched. You guys are growing. You've, you've taken your, your mindset and you've, you've really put your money where your mouth is. Um, and it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting aspect and Avenue. Uh, I've found that, that, that you are on and kudos to being 25 because you're going to have so much more to experience. Uh, again, what I mean by that is it's not, you know, I'm going to have all the money. It's, it's a, I'm going to have all the experience. Uh, mm. and that, that's a phenomenal thing. So sorry to cut you off, carry on, keep going with your story. It's, it's great. And I hope people are loving it. Sure. Sure. And, uh, so 
back to Asia, uh, traveling around Asia and just opening up more to this. And uh, like you're selling, I always, and I'm going to connect back to a lot of things we already spoke about on these sidelines we went into of, of this kind of awakening and, and seeing this world in a different way. But mm-hmm. I, I went into, in, into Asia and that opened me up because now I got time for myself. I got time to do different things, start thinking without an influence around me. And that opened me up. So in that time, actually, I was running my in the side businesses while traveling around Asia, focusing on myself, went to Bali. For anyone who's been to Bali, it's a very spiritual place. A lot of people come there to, to seek guidance or to connect or whatever that could be. And I spent a lot of time there. And uh, in the middle of this kind of my own awakening at the same time, uh, moving away from this world that I was brought up in and now had jumped on a plane and left everything behind. And my dad is shouting on the phone, uh, leaving obviously school and apartment and a car and all those furniture to now sit down um, on, in Bali in the middle of a jungle thinking for myself. And uh, the next day, you know, our business, our little internet-based uh, business, online marketing business went to zero. So it was perfectly set up for a reset in my life where I were in that moment of my life where I took a step away from what I didn't want, trusted it's going to sort itself out. Uh, what I previously done, my side hustle, my business went to zero. And, and that was where my, my, my journey of, of inner learning began because I was sitting with nothing in my bank account, uh, no opportunities in, 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 my, in my radar right now of doing anything. And I was sitting there, which taught me probably the most in my life because what I was start doing is that I, I was very hard on myself and I started spending time looking at around me and looking at uh, kids and, and those around me. And I went to one time in, in Thailand to one of these charities or there was a school, a foundation with kids who was orphanages and, uh, and orphans. And, and these kids were there without parents, no money. And they were you know, squeezed into a small school. And I was sitting and looking at them and said, look, look how these kids are smiling and how they are laughing and how they are enjoying their lives. And, and I was looking at them, okay, they have nothing. I have nothing. They are smiling and laughing and I'm here, you know, feeling bad. So I got to make a change. Mm-hmm. And in all of this, I, I connected back. I grounded myself in, in, in what, is the, what is real and who am I? And that was the restart of my life, I must say, where I, where I set out to, to not, first of all, connect with myself, uh, to start bringing in, out something within. And I, I, got, I got in touch with something so important here that, that have helped me throughout my life to never worry about anything in life. And, and what I learned is that, you know, when you're at a, at a space or a time and space in your life, when you have nothing, when you go down to the bottom, there's something that comes out of you that you've never seen before. And that happened to me at that day where I literally didn't have money for the next day. I couldn't go back and ask my parents because they were struggling with their own things. I, I had to make something happen. So I, one day I felt like this, I'm, I'm branding myself with a lion in everything I'm doing. But that was because of that moment where I felt like a lion came out of me and I was sitting down with a pen and paper and I was like, okay, what is everything I can learn? What is everything I can do to bring in, to create, to bring value to people and become very resourceful with what I had? And overnight, I built, built a new business online again, which led up to what we do here with Investor. But that, that was me regaining myself and start building something new online. And that is one of my biggest lessons so far that I'm never afraid of getting down to the bottom. I'm never afraid of losing it all because I know when I get there, there's this line waiting to just jump out and, and, and become resourceful. And that is something that throughout my life since that day, I always try to come back to and say, okay, how can I bring that line out? How can I become extremely resourceful? How can I be in this extreme clarity and focus, even though I'm not in a bad position financially or in my life? It's so, the hunger. It's the hunger that you speak of for sure. 
And and when you know when when people are sort of down and out, you, you hear about it all over the place. When 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 we're put in situations that are stressful or whatever, I think it's mom's strength. We've heard this, you know, a mother can lift up a car to save her yeah. child type of thing. Yeah. Uh, when you, you know, when you tap into that energy and that source power, um, there's, it's, it is unlimiting what you can do. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have an issue with, you know, sort of listening to your story and going, Oh, well it happened for him. It can't happen for me. And the reality too, I think a lot of people have to grab, that anything can happen at any time because all we're really having is one giant experience. So if you like, instead of saying, you know, in the past when you're like, cause you were like, these kids have nothing. I have nothing. What do I do? You didn't dig down and say, how can I earn money? How can I get money? You said, what can I give? What do I have to offer? And then when you started building on that sense, there was so much that comes out. And when you are focused primarily on giving, it is mind numbing how much you receive. Mm. so I like that I like that aspect of the story and and what was that company where did you go with that how did that become you know you know tell us a little bit more again you know this isn't and if anyone was expecting this to be you know a a a topic on where we're going or a a, an episode of of how to to join up or anything like that what we're actually doing here is is uh, shedding a little light on a bloody entrepreneur somebody who's who's killing it spiritually mentally financially physically all of the above, but it all comes from a decision. It all comes from a mindset. It all comes from one place. Uh, for you, that's the lion, so it would appear. Um, do you want to touch more on that, or, or, or you know, how, how do you, how do you connect with that in your everyday life? Definitely, it's uh, it's 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 this practice of daily stillness, of 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 st- stopping and else. Going back and, and grounding within that, and there's just a big thing that I'm always bringing with me, which is the concept of the radar screen, and this helps me to really see things in a different way. Where a lot of people are going around and worrying about the future, meanwhile you can, with that same imagine, imagination, go back and create from that same energy. So what I've done is that in every day waking up, every 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 moment of my life, every time I feel stressed, I, I ground back into knowing that. My radar screen that I see right now, well, everything I have, everyone I know, every opportunity I have, everything that I can see is what's on my radar screen. And most people are operating from that. But the moment I start telling myself that everything, 99% of anything that could happen to me is outside my radar screen. And that made me excited because I wake up every single day looking at there's 99% of all opportunities on anything that can happen to every learning and awakening and whatever it could be, I, I'm not aware of right now. It's out there and not on my radar screen. So I'm, I'm waking up excited at what could go right instead of worrying about what could go wrong. And that is something that helped me connect back and stay on track and, and continue this journey of, of, of being focused. And, and I think that has been a, a big thing for myself of realizing that that when we connect to our hearts, uh, when we focus like yourself, this universal laws of, of abundance and that when you give more, you receive more. When you connect back to that, things just turn out well. You know? and, and that is something that happened in my life. Every single time I'm off track, I connect back to the heart. I connect back to the heart, whether it's through a, a meditation, whether it's going and seeing these kids in a school like this, whether it's taking a swim like I did this morning, whatever it is for me to ground back to what I believe, who I am and, and go from the heart uh, things just turn out in a, in, a, in a magical way. And that's, that, uh, I think that is uh, the way I've been connecting back to that. And when you talk about what can go right, 
or think about what can go right or, or, or not even think about what can go right, but just focus on the fact that things can go right or things, unexpected things can happen instead of focusing on what can go wrong. Because like you said, it, when you focus on what can go wrong, the, what you're actually focusing on is things you know. Mm-hmm. And it's the things you don't know is where the surprise, the surprises lay. Mm-hmm. So my question to you then in all of this and I'm not going to say to get a bit off topic because there are no off topics on this show. But my question to you in all of this is, how have you applied your knowledge and your spirituality and your empowerment in uh, life, love, business, uh, personality, self? How have you applied that to, to what's going on in the world today? Share with us. The listeners really do want to know. What do you think about what's going on right now in, in the world with the, with the murder hornets and the, and the masks and the COVID and the lockdown? This is a peculiar time to be alive and to do business. Has it affected you? Has, how does this play out in, in your world? So first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm excited uh, deep within of what's happening. I'm going to explain why, because I know that there's a lot of people facing challenges right now, whether it's losing their jobs, losing the businesses and, and just having a hard time of, of because we've been you know, separated with masks and, and social distance and all of this. But I have, if I look at the world right now, um, I agree with you what we've been talking about that it's, uh, it's something deeper that's happening right now than what we can see and what we can, what we are also in front of us right now. Very much if so. I go into what I believe uh, and, and we look at the light right side of this, because it's very simple to talk about the, the, the bad side of, of what is bad, what's holding us back. But I believe we are in a moment of change right now. But just as I you mean, said, when we focus on the bad, all we're focusing on is what we know, right? All the positive lays in there with all the shit that we can't even fathom is what's going on. Definitely. I'm going to go back to my, my philosophy of, you know, looking at what's right and always being excited what's right. And it doesn't matter what's happening outside of there. So, so if I look at the world right now, I think we are moving in the right direction. I think that we are in a moment of change as people are waking up and more and more people are going deep within. And I think this, this lockdown has been a blessing for many people because we are forced to go within. We are forced to start living inside out. And I believe that, and I, I felt in my life that we're going to get to a tipping point with this world where this, the truth of what is love and whether it's freedom and, and everything and unity and everything within that is going to come and surface. And I believe that is happening right now. So in short, I'm excited at what's happening and how I'm, how I'm managing this is, is simple. I'm, I'm living inside out and it's, it's, been, it's more important ever to live inside out. And, and we are coaching people. I'm working with a lot of people all around the world every single day and every single call I'm having with them, I'm reminding them that whatever is happening out there, you create your world from inside out. So when you go within and you are calm with what you know, and you know that a better world is coming because if you believe that, that is going to come and you get connected. And from there, um, everything has become easy. So that is, that is how I see what's happening. And I'm excited. I'm excited what's, what's coming because I see change. People waking up. That's a, a phenomenal way of putting it. Um, I 100% agree with that. Uh, there are so many things, you know, we, we, we have right now, um, sort of to put it into perspective, the mask situation mm-hmm. that people are looking at, you know, specifically like my quote unquote, my region south of Toronto, Canada, mm-hmm. just uh, our region just went mask mandatory. Mm-hmm. So people inside that region are like, Hey, my region too. Hey, my region too. But nobody's looking exponentially. Nobody's looking outside. Mm-hmm. They think that, or, 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 or they're being 
trained to think that it's a unique scenario that is impactful only to a small and local community. Wherein, as we sit here right now, Canada, Toronto, Canada, and Dubai, UAE, we're all literally in like you, you and I could be, you could be in the next room based on the same laws that they're implementing on you versus me. You had told me a story about if they were, people were at the beach and if they moved more than three feet, guards were on them for masks. Definitely. And, and, and let me explain. I think in Dubai, it's, uh, it's incredible uh, how, how, what is happening right now. You know, we have, we had complete lockdowns. Uh, we had to get permission from the governments to leave our, our houses and our apartments. And we are mandatory masks for the past months. Um, you know, one person from the family could leave the house once a day to get food. And every time you go into a shop, they check your temperature, you need to wear gloves when you walk into the shop. So, so, you know, living in this reality and knowing what is happening at the same time, <laughs> deep diving has been a challenge, but, but it's been a good for me because it's really helped me being in this, in this, in this city during this lockdown. So like you say, it's happening all around the world right now. It's the same story around the world and uh, definitely here in Dubai. And it's, it's funny, you know, you walk on the beach, like I said, and, and, and you, you don't need to wear a mask, but then you step into the pavement, you start walking and now they come guards and say, you need a wear mask and you're literally two meters away. So it's, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> and the weird thing is, the weird thing is you, as the person standing on the beach, not wearing the mask, is an individual who woke up in the morning and put his pants on. That mm. guard that's telling you to put a mask on, woke up in the morning and put his pants on. He's just another human being that's simply doing as he's told. Mm. So we, you know, as we sit back and we look at this world around us, we have this crazy thing that we think is specific to us and we don't look past our own noses. But we also hear stories. I mean, we aren't at the point where you are, where one person in the house can leave. Like that's, that's crazy. It's, it, but all of it's crazy. So it's not just your story is crazy. It's just the situation that we are living in is crazy and people aren't necessarily talking about it. People aren't connecting more and more. So, I mean, the, when you talk about, you know, the deep dive and going in, going internally, I, I, I'm a hundred percent on board with that because even if it does get crazier and crazier and crazier, there is, there's only a certain point where eventually like this thing, I feel it's going to get worse, especially over here in North America. I mean, it sounds pretty bad where you are, but over here in North America, it's going to get worse because the idea mm -hmm. is people have to wake up to it. And yep. the, the more you push people, the more they snap. And if people are snapping, like picture yourself with a giant thing of pasta and you're, you're breaking it in half. You got a handful of it and you're, and one of them snap, snap, snap. And they're all snapping piece by piece. Like this is, mm. this is what's happening. Individuals are waking up one by one to the point where eventually they're just going to be like, you know what? I'm turning off the television. I'm not going to listen to this bullshit. I'm not going to listen to this rhetoric. More people are going to be in line with what's going on. More people are going to be waking up to it. And mm. at that point, you know, the power shifts back into our reality. But again, we have to completely unlearn everything. Like why on earth have we given personally, why have we given the government as much power as, as we have? Why have we allowed them to tell us this stuff over uh, conflicting the flu over the flu, mm -hmm. right? This, you know, when, when it comes down to it and I say all this with a smile on my face because as we wake up, you know, you've been, you've been quote unquote awake for a while and you're all, you're at the point right now where you're able to have conversations with people that are like, Hey, maybe this is a thing. Maybe there's something more to it. Hmm. And that to me is, is the great glory of this scenario and this situation. I mean, in business, people are talking about how people are talking about how they're losing their jobs. Um, and now, you know, two months ago, these were the same, well, more like six months ago. Now these are the same people that were saying, I hate my job. Mm. so 
there's this interesting thing going on right now where all these people that are losing their jobs um, are upset about losing their jobs, are upset about something. So again, it, it boils down to ego. We're stuck in an ego situation. Mm. In my line of work, the coaching that I've been doing, um, my website is filled up. My, my applications are filled up. People have been saying, you know, wow, I've been following you for years now. Now it's time to take action because now I'm aware that there's no, there's no security. There's no job security. There's no anything. There's no, there's no real information. There's no job security. And mm. I believe I've been lied to. Mm. And, and this is what's happening. And this is, the, this is the awakening that I'm seeing. So yes, we're seeing all these terrible things that are happening. But on the flip side, I'm seeing and I'm personally experiencing an amazing amount of good. Mm. And when you actually do, I found when you do ask people their specific stories as to how this has affected them, a lot of the times you're going to hear them switch to the positive. Be like, yeah, this did happen, but because of it, I've got this, this, and this now. So this to me, I think is the, is the greatest awakening. It's the greatest mental, mental shift that's ever taken place in humanity. And it only seems painful at first because we're losing something that was something that we've always had, but something that's never worked. Mm. Um, and yes, you know, people are like, Oh, it's terrible. We're all on lockdown. We're this, we're that, we're the other thing. You know, we are until we lose the fact that we don't have to listen to these guys that it's an us versus them, that division is all specific and it's all derivative, that the race wars were planned, that the sex wars were planned, that the face masks were, were planned to, to have people fight each other. This is all just a matter of super control. Mm. And uh, eventually... I really think this is, this is it's sort of a cutting off, but I, just before we move on from this, I think this is, like you said, the greatest thing that could ever happen because now people got time to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Now people got time to sit down and like, okay... You know, before they were so busy in the everyday lives and now yeah. everything stopped. And when you go into stillness, that is where questions are being asked. And that's where pain comes from because they know that they've been in this crazy reality and go on autopilot for so long. And now they step out of that and they sit still and now pain comes. But through that pain, growth will come as well. And that is when I'm experiencing exactly what you're saying. I'm experiencing people taking steps into what they really want to do. I'm experiencing so many people having you know, personal breakthroughs right now because they are yeah. so tired of what's happening. They are just stepping out and saying, okay, I want to make change. I want to I change. I want to change something. And, and we have seen the same like you. I said, we have never had so many people that are looking for change. They want to come and create online businesses, go out and, 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 and learn new ways of, of living. And that is exciting for me. It's really exciting. 100%. And this is, this is, this is a, a, you know, a global version of your conversation with that man on the train. Definitely. You know, this is, this is your, this is, this is the world waking up going, you know, I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be an engineer. I don't, I don't want to be a, a person that sits in an office all day. Mm. Um, you know, that we have the ability now to do whatever we want. Mind you, we've always had that ability, but now we're, mm. we're getting a push. Some of us woke up right away. Some of us, some of us were like, Hey, what the hell? Mm. Um, but gingerly and gradually more and more people will come. And I, that's what I think the push is. I think the push is more and more people being pushed into waking up. So you can fight it. Everyone can fight it. I mean, you can sit here and you can be like, I don't want this to happen. Or you can ride it out, mm. grow something, pick up some weights, change your diet, you know, whatever it is you want to do, whatever that thing is that you've been thinking about doing, reading that book, building that thing. We have that time. Now, and it's, this, the time. now it's time to make that change. And it's, exactly. been a better time. it's never been a better time than right now. So I hope everyone's listening to this is, is taking that step. And and going deep within and, and connecting with your heart saying, okay, what is that that, you know, you always wanted to do and do it? I, 
I, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, there's a, there's a reason you and I are speaking right now and it's, it's a kismet reason. Uh, a lot of people have asked me, you know, how can you have other coaches? How can you promote other coaches? Uh, I say 100% without a shadow of a doubt that there is one person for everybody. And most of us mm. are preaching the same message. Mm. So it's not a matter of, of, of talking about or promoting or pushing or sharing another coach. It's a matter of finding a coach or finding somebody who's willing to speak and pairing them up with the person who needs to hear. Mm. And since all of us virtually do have the same message to a degree, it really comes down to tonality. And somebody who would completely dismiss me might completely love you. And if you and I have the same message, it doesn't matter who speaks it. It simply matters who hears it. So to me, it's very important that the people get the message, get a message. And it's not my message. Don't get my message. It's get whatever message you need to get at whatever time you need to get it to resonate with you, to light that fire under your ass, to get your shit together and to really step into your purpose. And that's the purpose, I think, of all coaches helping all coaches. Mm. Um, your program, so we've... What? Go ahead. Yeah, so for jumping in, I just want to continue on that uh, because you're, you're, what you're doing is operating on an on a, on abundance mentality, which we are we're promoting so much and living from abundance and that core value of abundance, which means that you, know, you winning does not take from me and me winning does not take from you. Because we're sharing the same message, we both can win. The 8 billion people out there, there's so many ideas. And when we just connect and focus on growth and creation and co-creation, uh, it doesn't, it, it, and we have the same goal, we are operating from abundance. And that is mm-hmm. something that's big as well. When we operate from abundance, there's no lack, there's no scarcity, there's no competition. And that is something I'm, I'm, I'm making sure that those people I'm working with is, is understanding that you know, when you go out and now create, when you are now taking that step to write that book or, or, or you change your diet, you got to know that there's no competition. Your story, your knowledge, your unique gifts are different from anyone else on this world. And you succeeding will not take from them and them succeeding will not take from you. Change competition into inspiration so you can go out and create more. And we can together create more together. So it's it's a very important point. And I fully agree with you on that. Change competition to inspiration. I love that and will completely use it. I love that. That was good. I'm writing it down right now. You all can hear me do that. Right, right, right. Scratch, scratch, scratch. <laughs> Go ahead. Use it. Use it and share it with the world. The more, <laughs> more people get this, the faster we're going to unite because that is where all of us is going to change. That's where all of us are going to go and create. And through unity, love, freedom, and abundance, that is when this new world is going to be built. So, 100%. And we all, we all end up in the same spot. You know, it's funny, you, you've quoted Jim Rome a few times in here, and he was the first for me. He was the one that, that, that woke me up. Um, mm. or he was the first one I found when I started to wake up. Uh, I guess my, I mean, my whole life I'd been, I'd been a conf- like a conflict conspiracy theorist. Mm. You know, I would say things like, well, you know, and then I would attack people and I would, I was very young and juvenile and stupid for the, the majority of my life. But around 27, 28, 29, I started to really, you know, put the gears down. And that's when I started coaching as well. I went from sales coaching and everybody knows what sales coaching is. No joke, ladies and gentlemen, it's drinking, whores, and cocaine, and sales, and pushing a bunch of shit on a bunch of people that don't fucking want it, and you just, you ring that bell, and you're super stoked, and then you get a sales team, and then you push them to be douchebags, and that's sales coaching, but fundamentally, inside there, you learn the characteristics of yourself and of humanity, so, you know, when I had the most amount of money I've ever had, it was the, the most painful I've ever been. Uh, I shouldn't say the most I've ever had. It was just the most I was ever earning. And the more you're earning, the more you're wasting. 
Um, so especially in that mentality, but when you do have, you know, when you, when I switched into coaching, life coaching, mindset coaching, when I broke away from like my ultimate pains and knowing that sales and sales coaching were creating them and I'm not knocking the sales industry to all you salespeople out there that follow me, that love that stuff. I a hundred percent implore you to do it. And you know, a hundred percent that when you're selling, if you believe in what you're selling, if you believe in your pitch, if you believe in the product, there's no script that can help you sell it better than from the heart. So that is a fact. But if you're out there just shoveling shit for the sake of a sales dollar, you know that you're miserable. And that's who I'm talking to when I say that sort of stuff. So for me, when I stepped up, um, it, you know, it's been, it was 2007. Uh, and that is, where are we now? 2020, 13 years I've been a coach. And every single day I get better at it. So that's crazy. Actually, now that I put that in the numbers, I just had my 40th birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, I am now 40. Welcome to the team. Um, so it's, it's an interesting run. It is, it is, it's fascinating to, to, yeah, to step into abundance. To, and to, to step into abundance is to step out of fear. And Jim Rome said, he started the first, the first line I ever heard the man say when I, when I found the audio book or whenever I found his first quote or whatever it was, uh, Ask not what you're getting from this company. Ask who you're becoming. Mm. And that was, that was my very first motivational quote, other than the, you know, the, the gibberish that you see all over the place. That was my very first found motivational quote that wasn't forced down my throat. He also said another thing, which was, that stuck with me heavily, which was don't regret your bills. Don't mm. begrudgingly ha- like pay your bills. Be thankful that the company extended you the trust and credit of giving you the money before it was owed and then pay them back happily. Mm. And that mindset and that mental shift was huge as well because you're like, Oh, you know, at the end of the month, you're like, Oh, I got all this stuff and all this crap. And you know, you get upset with it and you're, you're counting your money and it's, there's never enough money and money, money, money. But then when that all shifts out, when that all switches now, now I don't even have a clue who I pay anymore. Like I just pay the one bill, the, the one credit card every month, you got to give it money, but all the other bills run off that credit card. And it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of bills that run off that credit card. And, and in theory, I could probably tone those down. You know, I could probably save some money, but again, saving money is not abundance. And the funny thing about that is we live in this fear, perpetually live in this fear that we're not going to have enough or that we aren't enough or that our opinion isn't of value. The number one question I get from all coaches that are starting to become coaches or people that have looked into coaching or people that have a voice but don't know how to you know, process it, the number one question is, why would anybody listen to me? Mm. And my answer is always, why do you listen to anybody else? Mm. Right? And that's the thing. So it's the insecurity, the, 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 the lack, the, the, the coming from scarcity that really affects everything that we do. And then when you start living again in abundance, when you start living in prosperity, you don't like become rich and then adapt rich thoughts, right? You and rich again, not being, not being financial, but rich being one with abundance. Like I have, Mm. I have a great family now and my whole life I was alone. They existed, but they were against me in my mind, right? It was a weird thing. This is what we go through as humans, as we grow and produce things. Mm. Um, And, and the abundance, the abundance, it comes back to abundance. It comes back to, I've decided now to create a different mentality. I've decided now to take in new information. I'm turning off the television and I'm picking up a book. I'm diving into Jim Rome, Eckhart Tolle. I'm diving into uh, Jed McKenna, 
I'm diving into Alan Watts. I want to know, I want to know more about everything. You know, I want to know more about Terrence McKenna. I want to know more about psychedelics. I want to know more about the law. I want to know more about where I can and can't go. I want to know more about who I can and can't speak against. And I want to know why. And then when you get there, you find people who are there, i.e. this conversation you and I are having. Mm. Between this and between that and between him and her, whatever it was, our two lives put us in this spot right now. And there's somebody out there listening mm. who's saying, would the two of you just shut the fuck up and tell me what it is that Emil has to offer? <laughs> <laughs> Before I agree, let me share, because you explained my story word by word right now. If you go back, I just want to connect to this before we move on. Because the way you were explaining how we move from scarcity, you know, we, I was sitting losing all the money to, to, to going to abundance, which comes from being grateful of me now looking at how these kids could be grateful of I'm taking that step and say, okay, let me be grateful for what I have. I'm alive, right? That's the first step of shifting from lacking to abundance. It's not going to happen overnight. It starts with feeling abundant because you are abundant, you are alive. And that's going to now lead to what you said was the next step. You connect with like-minded individuals. So that was literally, if you just break down my story, going from lack, going into being grateful, opened up abundance for me. And that way I connect with a lot of individuals that has, has completely opened up a new world for me. And that is where all of this took form. And, and that's where all of this came from. So I just want to go back and put that together because I think it was a great way of, of connecting back to my story. It's fantastic. It, and it's true. It, it, it's, it's your story. It's my story. It's everyone who's living in abundance's story. And here we all are connecting with each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's so many, I've, I've, I've had some coaches that, or some wannabe coaches or some people that are aspiring to be coaches talk to me. And whenever you hear something like what's in it for me, you know, right away that this person's not mentally ready. Doesn't mean that mm-hmm. they aren't going to be in the future. Just means that they aren't right now mentally ready. If you're constantly looking at what's in it for you, then you've lost, you've missed the whole purpose of everything. And when we are talking about abundance, here's the biggest shift in an abundance mindset. Abundance by definition and by nature is legitimately and literally everywhere. Mm. It is the limitations that we create as opposed to everything being a limitation and us hunting abundance. We have to unlearn limitations to see abundance, which is naturally everywhere. Abundance is abundant. <laughs> shed, shed all the thoughts that says it's not. Shed all your disbeliefs. Shed all your doubts, all your fears. Get rid of them. Are you afraid of heights? Go jump off a cliff. And then what happens? I don't literally mean jump off a cliff. I mean, jump off a cliff into water. When you do that, you get over your fear of heights because nothing happened, because it was fun, because it was exhilarating, because, hey, you might want to do it again. Then you're going to I, laugh at it. Then you're going to laugh at yourself and say, oh, mm-hmm. I've been spending 20 years <laughs> yeah. believing that was so scary. And now I did it and now it's gone. And now so, that's a freedom. That's a shackle you've just taken off your leg. That's a correct. freedom. And, uh, and, and then you open up a whole new world again. And that is, and I, I just recorded a video actually three, a few days back. I talked about that. You know, someone asked me, how, how do I become confident? And I said, start off by you know, breaking your fears. What mm-hmm. is your fears? Go straight into them. Break those fears. And do it over and over again, whether that is small or big, you know, whether it's talking to a new person, whether it's, you know, just doing something never done before, speak in front of people, whatever it could be, however small it could be, get in um, a motion of breaking your fears. And that is going to open up a confidence within you and it'll open up a whole new world of what is possible. So that's a big one. It's a really big one. It's, it's if not the biggest one, um, because people, people say, you know, I could never do that. Or how does that person do that? 
You know, every single thing that you've ever accomplished, no matter where you are in life, ladies and gentlemen, no matter where you are in life, everything that you've accomplished is a series of challenges that you've overcome. So when you say, oh, I could never do that, there's somebody beside you going, I could never do what you're doing, even though you yourself are taking for granted the things that you do, right? You can do whatever you put your mind to. There isn't a single human being on this planet that has the capability of walking that doesn't walk because they don't know how, (laughs) right? How many times did you fall before you figured it out? It's the same with speech. All I'm really doing is making a series of audible gibberish sounds, pops and clicks with my mouth and vocal cords. But you are also able to make those sounds and you are also able to communicate. Your brain can decipher my pops and clicks and my gusts of wind. This is vocal speech. Your brain can decipher it and it can create it. But it couldn't at first, so you had to learn that. Speech is phenomenal. Listen to the guys talking Chinese. If you've never spoken Chinese in your life, that sounds crazy. That's what the English language sounds like to anyone that doesn't know how to speak English. We sound crazy, but our brains can decipher it. So if you understand English and they don't, you can help somebody speak English. And if you can do something that somebody else can't, you can teach it as well. So every single thing that we do, we take for granted. Every single thing that, every single, even where we are, we take for granted. We believe that we're on some space rock flying through a vacuum because that's what we've been told. Has anybody ever really dug into what it is, where we are, or why we're here, or what the purpose is? It certainly isn't to pay taxes. And that to me is a huge one because like you said, we've gone out as far as we can. In, with regards to the world, I've got a job, I've got a car, I've got a fancy this, I've got a fancy that. How much more out can you go? The only place left to go is in. And the world around us right now is helping you get there. They're pushing you in. You can be mad at the face mask, you can be mad at the lockdown, you can be mad at all this sort of stuff, but understand that we've gone out as far as we can. Now it's time to go in. And that's, that's a huge thing, in my opinion, with regards Definitely. to the world. And, oh. And we talk about learning and we talk about unlearning, you know, first of all, the first step is to understand how we learn things and the four stages of learning. I thought, I think this can be valuable here because, you know, when we learn things, you go through four different stages of learning and then we can know, okay, that is why I'm doing what I'm doing right now, where we start off by having unconscious incompetence. We don't know that we don't know. And some people listen to this now, they open up like, okay, you, you didn't know that you didn't know. And that's where a lot of people is at. And then we go to the second step of learning where you go to conscious incompetence. Now you might learn something on this, uh, this pod here and you're now aware of it. You know that you don't know, yeah. that, you're, that you're, you don't know how to do it. So that is the second step of learning. It's like tying your, your shoes. First, you don't know that there's shoes available. Then you see someone doing it. Now you know that you don't know. So you go to the third step of learning, which is conscious competence. So now you can tie your shoes, but you need to be aware of every single physical movement you're doing to tie your shoes. So now you're conscious, competent. you know that you know. And then we go to the fourth step. And this is, can be for good or for bad, where you know that you know when you're doing it autopilot. You've done it so many times over and over and over again that you don't need to have any, any conscious uh, focus on what you're doing. It's just happening. And the same way we have learned tying our shoes, we have learned what we believe, and for us to unlearn, we've got to be aware of those four steps because we can step out of them and look at, okay, what are the autopilots within me right now and how can I create new autopilots? The same way here, open to new ideas because then you go from unconscious incompetence into conscious incompetence 
You don't know that you don't know, too. Now you're aware. And then you just need to practice it until you become a pilot, autopilot. So it, it's important to have that with us. That is something I've always practiced and asked myself, what is my autopilot and how can I switch them into better autopilots for myself? Ladies and gentlemen, if you want a specific autopilot reference, here's one for you. How many times have you been driving your car and then you snap back into reality and go, where the hell was I for the past five minutes? Mm. That is 100% autopilot. And that is crazy. Another autopilot is think about backing your car out of the driveway. You back your car out of the driveway, you have literally just gotten into your car. You now know where the keys are. You know that you have to stick the key, specific key into a specific hole, turn that key, apply pressure to the brake, move the shifter, put it in reverse, make sure that there's nothing behind you, back yourself out, make sure that there's no oncoming traffic, back yourself out, turn the wheel, crank the wheel counterclockwise to get it to go to a certain direction, put the car in drive, turn the wheel the other way, make sure there's no traffic, there's no people, there's no nothing, and then drive away. All the while, you're putting on your makeup, you're eating your breakfast sandwich, you're reading the newspaper, you're checking your cell phone, you're sending a text, and you're putting the convertible roof down. You've thought about none of this. Your brain has just simply done it. This is the life that we're living with regards to autopilot. Now, We've come to uh, an interesting point uh, in, in, in the, the interview here where we're actually running out of time and we never even got into what the company is. So I think, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a time for you now to go and do some research. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have the links and we're going to talk a little bit about where you can go and what you can do and what you can see to check up on, on what Emil is up to over there. Um, those links will be in the description the, we're going to have, I, I don't know, do you want me to link your Facebook as well? Or just the, the Instagram and a few other things? Yeah, go ahead. Link, uh, okay. link Facebook and so, Instagram. That's great. I would love to connect with people. Exactly. So we're going we're gonna to have those links in the, in the, in the podcast description. But uh, Emil is going to tell you a little, bit about, um, a little bit about where to go. Uh, and I think as it stands right now, we're absolutely going to have you back on the show. But let's let the people take a little bit of you know, a look at sort of where you are and what you're doing and, and how it's all playing out. Uh, and then when we, when, we, when we get you back on the show, maybe then we'll talk about the business of things. But you, just like me, it's not about the business. It's about who we are and it's about how we can connect. And I think that's what this, this particular podcast really brought to light. Some solid connections. And, and ladies and gentlemen, if you have ever wondered that there must be something more, if there is something more, this can't just be it. You know you're in the right spot. You know you're checking on the right things and you just sort of need to know like Emil says, we didn't know there were shoes and then we did. And then we learned how to tie, right? So right now, if you're just finding out that shoes exist, it's a good place to be because you literally have a massive abundant world out ahead of you waiting for you to experience it. Every fear, everything that you've ever been afraid of, you can get rid of it completely. It doesn't exist. That was your old life. Your new life is learning so much more about the world when we understand that that, that, that the world that we lived in has been pulled over our eyes to distract us from the reality of where we are, of what we're doing, of what our purpose is, of what our specific purpose is, and of what our global purpose is, and of what our community purpose is, and of what we are supposed to do on all levels. So, Emil, uh, yeah, we are running out of time. I understand that. Where is it that these guys can find you, that they can find the business that you're doing, the stuff that you've done, that they can find your personal life, that they can follow you? Where are we headed? So first of all, I, my Instagram, emilhremovic.com. So you're going to link that below so people yep. can find that. You can also learn about our platform that we're building that we can talk about on the next, uh, next pod uh, yeah. as well. Talk more about that. But that's investor.com. 
uh, which will also be linked. So, so I, I, it was a pleasure speaking to you here. And uh, on next call, we talk about the secret to greatness because that's going to lead into why we built this business and what we do here. So I'm, I'm looking forward to talk about that as well. Uh, but that's where people connect with me now. And I think this is a great step. I'm enjoying that we, we got so much into to the conversation. We forgot about, forgot about business. And that's, that, that, that is the key of everything. Because when you're doing something you love so much and you're talking about it, you know, everything becomes secondary. And that is how we can provide the most amount of value to the world. And that's how we can create from a, from a part of love and abundance. So, so I'm excited. I'm, uh, I'm excited about this call because, um, yeah, we went deep. We went uh, personal. And uh, I think that's the first step to get personal. Then we can talk about the details later. 100%, man. The devil's in the details, but right now it was, it was honestly, in my opinion, it was, it was a pleasure to get to know you. It was a pleasure to, to actually connect you. We've been going back and forth for a while. The next call is going to be a lot more free flowing, a lot more fun. Uh, and we're going to help a lot of people. And I know that you're going to specifically help a lot of people. You guys have a solid platform, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry we didn't have time to run into it today, but it's all out there. It's all out there for you to find and see and take a look at. Uh, Emil will definitely be back on the show. Uh, we, we, we aren't, we are just getting started. We haven't, we haven't even chipped the iceberg here, but this is a great first call. So, uh, is there anything else you wanted to say before we sign off? I just want to thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to speak. And for everyone who's listening, just go within and focus on unity, love and freedom. And, and, and at this time connect with what you really want to do and go make that change because that is, you know, this is the greatest opportunity now. So, you know, keep listening to this because what you're doing, Adam, is, is amazing of, of connecting and sharing and sharing this information with people. And that is where we're waking up. And from there, we can go out and take action. So I just uh, happy to co-create more with you. And I can't wait to, to get on a call again and a new pod and, and deep dive into more things. But I just want to say thank you for giving me this time to speak to all these people. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a lot of fun, a lot of blast, big time. And uh, definitely honored to have you on the show. Uh, and yeah, definitely not the last call. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, uh, all of those, uh, all of those pages and, and all of his contact will be linked in, in down below. So you'll be able to go ahead and follow him and check it all up. Uh, do your own research, find your own self, create your own abundance or dis, you know, discredit your own, uh, uh, oh, geez, I'm drawing a blank on the words here. You get rid of all of the things that are blocking you from attaining your own personal abundance, which is everywhere. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.